0: everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 75th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 44th episode as part of my partnership with The Avail List, you know, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Milan who who's most recently a copywriter at 160 over 90 in LA. He's part of the December Spotlight, for the Avalis and you know Milan, really happy to have you here.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Matt. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time.
0: Yeah, of course. Maybe just start off by telling everyone you know how you're dealing with this crazy pandemic, where you're quarantined, yeah. and how
1: um, you keep
0: them like busy. How long, long do we have
1: again? Like, right. Um <laughs> You know, I, I've just been been trying to trying to focus on the things that I can do. You know, it's it's a it's an interesting kind of double edged sword um, where you've got all this free time, but you feel like you're missing out on your life. So it's like, how, how do you, you know, reconcile those two things? So, you know, I've kind of just tried to approach um, this whole quarantine as just a, a time for me to kind of get back to my roots and, and rediscover who I am and <laughs> um, just like work on the things that I that I like to do. You know, I play guitar. So I've been I've been doing lessons. I've been working on that a lot. i have been taking Spanish lessons. I've been taking a couple of like history classes online. So just, you know, a lot of A lot of self-help sounds sounds a little too (laughs) gratuitous but just a lot of stuff to you know improve my overall just value to the world
0: yeah i think it's important i've heard that from a lot of people you know this industry is is crazy and nonstop. so unfortunately but now they do have a break kind of you know unwinding and and reflecting doing those things you know you're passionate about and unplugging for a little bit is is super important and i think you know because of it you will come back stronger and everyone you know when they do jump back in will kind of feel refreshed which is really, absolutely. have you been able to flex your writing creative side at all.
1: Yeah, a bit, you know, I've been I've been doing um, some freelance stuff here and there uh, with people that I used to work with. Um, Nothing that regular, but you know, um, a couple projects here and there. And then uh, we might get into my whole, you know, history as a copywriter, but I actually was a producer at 160 over 90. um, And then I kind of weaseled my way into copywriting and then did it for a couple of years. But because of that, I didn't really have a book, so to speak, because I never really needed one to apply to a job. So I spent a solid few months of the quarantine kind of building out the book, uh, a task that people told me it was daunting, but I, I never really realized how daunting it actually was until I sat down and tried to you know, kind of carve out exactly what work I wanted to show and how I wanted to show it. So yes. yeah.
0: Not easy, but now's the time. Stuck at home, yeah. yeah, to you
1: know.
0: no more excuses.
1: Yeah, I was thinking like, man, when would I have gotten this time, this time to really kind of focus on it? So it's it's a blessing, I guess.
0: Yeah, really important. And maybe, you know, you just touched on how you started, but maybe just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, you know, maybe start as a producer, but kind of explain, you know, where you started, or maybe some clients you've worked on and where you've worked
1: in the past. Sure, yeah. Um, so I, I was like a music major uh, at UCLA and, you know, I thought maybe I wanted to go into the music industry. But I did a couple internships and it just, it seemed a little too far removed from the creative process, you know? Like, it just seemed like you were working a, just a desk job under the guise of being in the arts. Um, and so I kind of wanted something where it would be more of like a, a structured job, but, uh, versus like being a musician, but something where I could still be creative and still, you know, touch a lot of different things. and. And to me, that was advertising. Like it, when I first found out this was even a job that people could do, copywriting, because it's it's such like an ethereal thing when <laughs> you think about it. Um, I have a tough time explaining to people like who yeah. don't know advertising what I do. Um, so, you know, once I found out this was a job, I I just decided that that was what I needed to do. That was like kind of what my whole makeup uh, has been designed for. So I, I decided, you know, to try to just get any job I could in the ad industry and then figure it out. Um, that's kind of like the approach I've taken to my life so far. So I figured it's worked uh, in my work <laughs> with this field as well. Um, and that's kind of what happened. You know, I, I worked a little bit in biz- business development to start at 160 over 90. And then um, I was kind of splitting time as a producer. I decided I liked production. So I did that for, for a couple years. And then they posted an opening for a junior copywriter. And I was like, now's the time, you know, this is the moment. Um, <laughs> And so I just went in to the creative director's office, the ECD's office, and I, I just kind of applied for it. I, I told them I'd like to be considered, and I'm willing to do, you know, whatever writing exercises or, or anything you need um, for me to prove, you know, my my capabilities. Um, and they were pretty, They were either you know, kind of foolish, or they just believed in me because they just gave it to me, um, and they kind of let me let me figure it out where I was working for a couple months as a producer slash copywriter. And then I, you know, I officially did that transition and, and then I worked there for a couple of years um, as a writer. So that's the, the long of it all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And shows, you know, your dedication, because I agree, you know, there's always the struggle of getting your foot in the door and you're kind of, you know, screw it. I'm going to get my foot in the door, doing whatever. And then I'm almost confident in myself that, you know, whether it's producing, copywriting, whatever it is, I'll do what it takes to get there. And clearly did a good job if the ECDs were like, no, fuck it, let's yeah. give them a chance.
1: No, it was an awesome, I mean, it's such an awesome group of people. Um, really great organization. You know, I I think it was just a testament to to how like open uh, and inclusive they all were that that they would just let this producer kind of switch over to copywriting. Um, or maybe I'm just really, really good at it, you know, who knows?
0: High <laughs> And what are you looking for in your
1: next role uh, in my next role um so i realized you asked me kind of what clients and stuff i worked on which i which i didn't touch on so maybe i'll, I'll dovetail that into this answer but um you know i did a lot of work at 160 over 90 on on like food and beverage i did a lot for apothic wines one of like gallows wine brands um and then a lot of work for bud light as well as espn and the nfl both like the overall brand and and a couple of the teams within the nfl so i did a lot of like social and digital advertising for for those clients and in those particular categories so i think you know what what i want to to level up um as a copywriter and to to you know really kind of uh i don't want to say like hone my craft because at this point i feel like i'm a pretty i'm a pretty good writer um but just kind of, you know, get that full immersive experience, get all of the, the different types of clients. So I'd really like to go to like a big agency um, that does, you know, these really integrated campaigns where where I can be put on a, a huge, like diverse set of clients, as well as, as different types of media and different types of projects, kind of just just touch it all, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that makes sense. And definitely, you no, know, 160 over 90 is great. And they definitely do the hybrid of traditional and digital, but you know, a more traditional agency and maybe we'll, you know, be able to touch a few more. And I think that just, you know, depends on jumping from agency to agency, you kind of get more clients under your belt and I think it all kind of flows like that, but it seems like you've at least gotten to touch, you know, a few really solid brands and you know, check out you've broken some, some really nice work for all those. So
1: yeah, it's been, it was, it was an awesome, awesome opportunity. Shame, shame it had to end, but, you know, such is the nature of the business and exactly,
0: unfortunately, but yeah, this this time too and you know as i've been saying to everyone i think you know there's the 75th episode but so many people you know are in the same boat And there's such a good yeah. pool of talent that you know hopefully this helps and, and yeah. you know there are agencies and as we kind of get back to normal you know people will start hiring again so yeah i'm not That's hopeful
1: a big push after the holidays you know i feel like it's everyone's everyone's favorite time
0: exactly and a lot of agencies are waiting to like that jan one start date with like, oh we have money again
1: yeah now yeah, yes. where can we go
0: absolutely what are some of your, you know, better qualities?
1: Um, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I think like from the macro level, um, I, I just have like a curiosity um, for, for, for just life in general, you know, that, that it seems very um, ethereal when I say it, but like, I think as a copywriter, having just this intense interest in all of the products and understanding why things work and how they work and how people perceive them and like why they perceive them that way um is so important and i think that's you know one of my my greatest strengths um is just this this desire to to understand the way that most things work like uh that was one of the reasons i i loved music and and loved going into it you know because i was just so focused and and why are these Types of music more appealing to certain people. Like, why does my father love classical music, and why do I prefer, you know, distorted guitar? Um, just things from those those more like creative uh, ideas of like public perception and, and why things work and why things don't work. Um, so, you know, I think I just have such a diverse set uh, set of interests, and and I I love to explore all of them that I, I feel like I have a big pool of things to draw on as a writer. Um, if that was kind of part of the question, I don't know that I have a tendency of, of going very, you know, 360 and. and no, 100% sounds that, that
0: perfect. I think, you know, it for sure is a quality to have a large breadth of interest that, you know, when you are ideating or on a brief, you know, you you take from all the things that you've experienced in your life. So I very much so believe that yeah. the brief isn't the one or two days, you know, you know, the timeline you get, but it's the 28 years and one or two days, you know, it's everything, yeah. everything you thought. So I mean, just. Just knowing that, and you you know, like exploring and and learning new things and history and music and whatever it is, because, you know, that makes you you and that makes you tackle certain briefs a certain way.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on?
1: Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, you know, I feel like it's like choosing between your children, maybe, but, um, you know, I worked as a producer on a lot of ESPN stuff. And uh, one of those things was the college football playoff. And so I worked on that. For a couple of years, and then that was actually one of one of the things I used um, as leverage in, in my meeting with the creative director to try to get that copywriter job because I I was working as a producer on that campaign um, for like the first year we did it, but I was kind of half doing copywriting work, just picking up anything that that I could as the producer, and so then to be able to do that project uh, two more times as the copywriter exclusively was just such an awesome experience both in that the work was so so much fun, the client was willing to let us do like anything from like memes to to you know just random baby Yoda social videos. Some of them are on my book. Um and so to to get that opportunity to work on both sides of that kind of showed I got to look down at my trajectory of where I'm where I'm headed and and where I've you know been. Um, sound like a like a poet, but um it was was just such a cool experience, you know like to both be able to work on that uh, actual copywriting work and then to be able to compare it to, to what I had done as a producer on the project.
0: Yeah, I think that's awesome. and I'm sure super rewarding you know producing it one year but knowing you want to be doing more and then the next you know you're in yeah. that talking the producers some stuff you want them to do, but absolutely, absolutely. that's uh, that's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, it definitely gives you uh, an interesting look at the different agency roles having been in, in a few of them, you know, because there's just like this producer cliches and there's creative cliches. And then to be able to embody both of those cliches is is fantastically rewarding.
0: Oh, I'm sure as you know, a writer now, knowing how producers work and those little tricks to the trade, it makes you a better writer because as you yeah. are, you know, going on production for certain spots or whatever the campaigns are, you kind of can think through a different lens, which is I'm sure valuable. Absolutely. What will agencies be getting if they did, you know, reach out and hire you?
1: Um, yeah, you know, I I like to think that I bring a, a a lot of like energy, a lot of personality, and a lot of like offhanded Napoleon references um, to like any brainstorm. Um, but no, you know, I think that that I, I I bring a certain energy to to a project or to a brainstorm or or whatever that just makes it both. Um, more fun because i just i love having fun i love making jokes and all that um and also just makes it a, a little more productive you know i think one of the most important things in in doing these repetitions as a writer is is getting all the bad ideas out so you can find the good ones and i think that um i found and if <laughs> this sounds so so gratuitous but um i found that that you know being in a room with someone who who likes to have a, a good time and 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 is willing to say whatever you know. It, it makes it easier to come to uh, those little ideas that that might get buried um, otherwise. You know. Um, other than that, you know, all the all the standard things. I, I am an excellent Microsoft Office user. Um, I I feel like I I have a command of, of all things tech and and uh, a nice vocabulary as well. So.
0: Yeah, all all come in handy. And all super valuable, especially these days. Many you know, people are looking for for writers who can kind of jump in right away and you know handle shit on their own, not yeah. asking million questions and be able to present a client and you know do all these things. So all, all really important. Absolutely. How have you merged your kind of you know let me just touched on it, but your love of you know history and music to kind of shape you as a writer?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a question I think about quite a bit. Um, you know, in in answering in, in writing cover letters and in, in answering you know questions like these. Um, I think it's just it's kind of like we were discussing before it it gives you more of a a, a wider breadth of of just material to draw on, you know like my, the study of music is so interwoven with with the study of culture that it's it's basically like just studying the existence of of humans, um, which I think is is a fairly important thing uh, for for copywriting. you know it's understanding behavioral traits, it's understanding consumer traits and and figuring out how to appeal to certain people at a certain time with a certain product so I think just you know studying those those things like history and studying those things like music that are that are so about these large cultural swaths um it just gives you uh more more little uh stuff to pull from and you're writing more more words more little phrases more um just material, you know. I, I did a, a couple classes with the bookshop school for ads in Los Angeles, um, and one of the things they always said was, if you ever get stuck, go try to do something that you've never ever done before. You know, like go to a part of the city or, or to something that you know nothing about, and that'll kind of start get those getting those juices, the creative juices flowing. And I think that that in in studying those things and, and having the diverse set of interests, that's kind of what you gain access to is a, a new vault of 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 material.
0: Yeah, I love, you know, pushing, you know, people always I teach a class at Ad House and I always love, you know, one of the exercises, go and do something you've never done before. Mm -hmm. I agree that kind of gets the juices flowing that has you think in a totally different way. I think that's really important. And it's always such a shock how these random little, you know, factoids, maybe history, music, like come in handy when you're on projects. no one would think espn and napoleon have things in common but i'm sure if there is a brief there's a way to connect
1: (laughs) there's there's always a way and you know i'm i'm still waiting for the day when i get staffed on like napoleon total war like the video game and i'm just like oh here we go (laughs) this i've been preparing for this my entire life
0: the stars will align one (laughs) day what do you do outside of work aside from being you know music and history buff?
1: uh i mean that's i spend a lot of my time like I mean, right now I spend a lot of my time like reading um, and playing guitar, which are, you know, I, I, it sounds like the only things that I like to do are, are read about history and, and play music. But um, no, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm in a band, uh, I write songs, so, and I'm I'm actively like practicing my instrument all the time. Um, so that takes up uh, a lot of free time. Right now, I've kind of been focusing on on my portfolio as well as, you know, Finding employment because um, that's it's important in this world <laughs> um, and uh, other than that you know I I I have a bunch of friends in the city i've been here for for quite a bit of time like almost 10 years um, having gone to UCLA so. Uh, you know, I get together with them, I I love to run, I was a cross country and track guy um, in, in high school and i've always just you know spent time uh, running so what did I cover, like music history running? Yeah, I feel like those are, those are the main things. Pretty solid, Yeah,
0: pretty good ones. The last question for me is if there is a dream agency, client, brand, someone you wanna give a little shout out to?
1: Yeah, I mean, so dream agency, probably 72 and Sunny, they they just, they do stuff that's that's so kind of irreverent, but at the same time, so profound, it seems like, which is, I feel like, as a copywriter, that's your ultimate goal: is to do something that is both really funny and entertaining, and something that also has impact. Um, and I think they're really successful at that. And then non-agency, I would love to work for a company like a Spotify or like an Apple Music. You know, I just think my background, like my my love of music, my my background in writing about music, um, and then doing copywriting, it just seems like it would be one of the perfect places. Um, kind of my interests to meld so yeah probably those two
0: awesome i mean that's it for me unless there's something i didn't touch on that you're you know dying to speak on
1: um we talked about napoleon right yeah no that so. yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: i mean appreciate it what's the best way for people to get in touch with you
1: um you know email uh i'm a big fan of linkedin i think it's it's the new twitter so um if you want to hit me with the mail, absolutely i'm md rothfeld rothfeld at gmail.com um and yeah i check it religiously so
0: sweet well you know appreciate you taking time to hop on
1: yeah thank you so much matt appreciate it
0: yeah that's a wrap for the 75th episode of bouncing back you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry have them shoot me a note at m-a-l-o-w-930 at gmail.com Or check out the availlist.com for a large list of people who are ready to get back to work in the ad industry. You can also check out these episodes now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks a lot, ma'am. Thanks. Bye.